Welcome to the Circular Economy Centre podcast series. The centre is part of Cambridge Judge Business School at the University of Cambridge. This series explores the thoughts and ideas of the centre's fellows and associates, their research, and how circular business models can be applied to industry, thereby helping reduce our reliance on the world's finite resources. Today I have with me Nada Chahadi, who's an EMBA alumnus and associate of the Circular Economy Centre, and Professor Mark Esposito, who is a research fellow of the Circular Economy Centre and professor at Harvard and advisor to the World Economic Forum. And today we're just going to talk a little bit about the circular economy. Um, so Mark, can I start with you? Um, what sparked your interest in circular economy in the first place? I think uh, uh, we're really uh, sparked my initial interest is to find out that from an economic perspective and also financial modeling, very little was done in this area. It was more of something related to the environmentalist or more of the social science um, colleagues. But we always thought that there was an opportunity for finance and economics to start getting a little bit deeper into this new uh, paradigm. And once we started digging a little bit deeper, we found out that our hunch was, was actually uh, supported by a lot of evidence. The circular economy is a new financial and economic model. And, and Nada, can I throw the question to you? Yes, well, uh, you asked me what sparked my interest in the circular economy. Uh, I come from Lebanon and uh, I have learned from my mother since I was little to, to handle resources uh, properly and not to throw a lot of uh, things. And uh, as, well, as I was growing older, I, I had a passion to repurpose stuff, uh, old things. I find new ways how to deal with them. And when I joined the EMBA uh, and heard the Professor Kahl talking about circular economy, and you know, all the bulbs in my head started uh, you know, shining, and I said, this is it. I'm, and then I started reading and researching that. And, it's my passion now. And what particularly appeals to you um, in terms of using circular economy principles in a business context, Mark? I think the, uh, the low-hanging fruits is really the how much business can start reinventing its own value chain and discover possible revenue stream they might have never considered before. So there's always a very utility-driven reasoning behind this. But how much good things can happen from that moment onwards, I think is really where the circular economy is, um, is it probably is still underperforming in terms of the potential it has. And that's what attracts me the most and how can we possibly boost this to the next level of exploration, discovery and applicability. Sure, and Nada? Uh, well, uh, I, I, I very much believe that by employing uh, you know, a circular value chain, businesses will reap what they sow um, in high competitiveness and productivity, um, also substantial savings on net material cost and better alignment with customers, uh, which improves uh, customer loyalty and uh, engagement. Um, they will also, um, as individuals themselves, because you know business is done by people, People yeah. do the business, so uh, everybody will. Uh, it's a win-win uh, effect. Sure. And and do you have an example uh, that you could a real-life uh, example that you could uh, tell us about? Um, of course, there are uh, well a lot of companies have uh, done a lot of work in the circular economy. We can well talk about the, the BMW, um, w um, where they launched this car sharing uh, mobility service. There is also Philips. Um, with their cradle-to-cradle -cradle mentality, they have offered a sustainable service uh, option allowing its customers to pay for the light they use and not for the bulbs. Uh, there's also Michelin um, with their work uh, in tires. Uh, they have this uh, 4R approach, which stands for 
reduce, reuse, recycle, and renew. And uh, what Michelin initially struggled uh, with uh, how to make the service profitable. So in 2013, it created Michelin Solutions to develop a market, uh, to develop and market a broader set of services for commercial fleets. Uh, more recently, it began using an Internet of Things uh, IoT-enabled system that uses sensors inside vehicles also to collect data about fuel use, tire pressure, etc. So there are a lot of uh, other companies who are embarking on circularity um, uh, product as a service systems, etc. Mm. And Mark, do you, do you have any examples you could tell us about? I think the um, the chains uh, in France that started to turn their ugly fruits into uh, <laughs> you know uh, fruits, mainly that people could buy at a cheaper price, is one example. Uh, France started uh, with this specific campaign. The UK picked up right afterwards. Uh, they were calling it ugly fruits and vegetables. Uh, in the US, I have seen. Uh, pilots that go into the same direction that are organized by local supermarkets. Uh, in Germany, I think we have seen campaign that followed the same trail. So I think agriculture is the example I like to share where a lot of the uh, what used to be the conventional waste is now being turned into an additional revenue. An example for all, each one of us who is uh, uh, listening to this podcast, when uh, we are filling the bottle with orange juice ourselves, this was something that was not there a few years back. Mm -hmm. It's really because it's a way to integrate this waste back into uh, the economy. And of course, we have to address the issue with the plastic. But beside that, that shows you how sometimes a reflection on what is the level of waste that we currently have can easily be turned into an opportunity for an active revenue model. Um, and do you think that the circular economy policy will affect the ways in which governments frame their sustainable development goals in the future? I would hope so. I mean, there are multiple SDGs that really are tapping within the circular economy. Uh, the one that I'm currently working on is the one on uh, number 12, which is sustainable consumption. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of work to be done, especially in the emerging economies, on how we bring in the awareness to the fact that reintegrating, reusing uh, is not a less of a quality practice than just buying new. Um, and then there is a always the conversation on the role of plastic in our life, which is becoming probably the most vocal uh, issue we currently have. Uh, but I really would hope that the policy can help us in that way. And Nada, where in the world do you think is further forward, furthest forward with this thinking on circularity? Well, um, um, as you know, th there is no uh, actual measurement to, uh, to know where, where are the most advanced uh, communities or cities. But there are a lot of initiatives uh, going on around the world. Um, the, in China, the government of China formally accepted the concept of circular economy as a new development strategy. Since, uh, uh, in since 2002, in Sweden, they have uh, an, the extended producer responsibility. In Germany, there is the Closed Substance Cycle and Waste Management Act. Japan also has a movement towards a recycling-based society. Uh, endorsed by the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry in Japan. And of course, we, the European Union has a lot of fundings for CE, uh, Circular Economy Research, End-of-Life Vehicle Directives, and the WE Directive as well, Waste min uh, Minimization Initiatives, etc. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of going on. But the, Euro uh, the Europe, uh, I find that they are well advanced above uh, more than, you know, uh, other continents, I believe so. Do you agree with this? Um, other percent, I think. Uh, you know, European in many in many of the innovative, uh, um, let's say, outliers, they haven't been always ahead of the pack. But with the circular economy, I think they are the uh, pioneering and the uh, so like the examples to follow. Yes. Um, nowhere else, I think we have in policy currently in place 
within uh, you know a reduced number of policy and material, but I think we have at least a spirit of what circular economy is all about. Uh, for example, in North America, Canada is trying, but the U.S. is still very behind. Mm. Um, so, and you know, the emerging economy are overly worried with uh, mainly production rather than just uh, the responsibility of production. So I think for a fact, Europe is a cradle of the conversation mm. and we should not discount the role it can have on a global level to actually share best practices. And where do you see, Mark, how do you see circular economy developing in the next 10 years, for example? I think like um, because the next 10 years also are culminating with uh, the achievement or not of the sustainability goal, I think either we're going to see the symbiosis between sustainability goal, circular economy as a mechanism to reinforce, bring new uh, uh, business model innovations forward so that we start noticing that environmental care, the integration of social fabric and economic value do not come at the expense of any of each other, so they are a positive sum, which is the option that I think we are have to advocate for and probably one of the reasons why the Centre in Cambridge really shines in terms of bringing this voice forward. The fear is that if we're not going to have large countries involved with this, uh, that might become just a movement that will not take off and that would be such an opportunity lost because the potential is just huge. Yeah, I agree. And another? Well, um, I, will, uh, I, will state my state, I will say my statement believing that the, uh, the support will come. <coughs> so mm. uh, I think that with the trend, uh, the trend that is um, evolving and the increase in uh, circular economy uh, ideas and principles and everybody's going to get excited. So. Um, I believe that there should be or there would be in the coming years uh, interdisciplinary thinking put in action where the uh, product life conscious design is there, mm. uh, uh, designing for purpose, designing for demand, designing for need, uh, uh, where we use uh, circular products in, in the design uh, choosing and using material with circularity in mind. Um, uh, also exploring the potential of biomimicry, for example. So this is very important and it, research is being done in biomimicry and uh, finding solutions from the environment because, you know, the environment is, is a great teacher if we can learn from it, uh, to put in the, in the material and also in the business models as well. Mm. Um, I see new partnerships developing uh, and new opportunities uh, opening and uh, more awareness as well, mm -hmm. uh, in uh, particularly from the consumer and the consumption uh, uh, perspective. Sure, and I was wondering if we can just expand on that a little bit more, Mark. Um, where do you think there is most room for innovation in society to adopt circular economy principles? I think uh, companies are currently going into that conversation on digital transformation, which is now so like opening many different horizons, but also pushing a lot of really open doors in terms of how much the organization wants to innovate, might discover that there is some degree of circularity that they can integrate. You know, we think about circular economy all this in time as the physical waste, and clearly there's an important part of our physical asset to be reutilized, but there's a lot of also digital waste that currently is not really explored. We have the rise of e-waste, uh, and electronic waste. There's a lot of data that we collect, but it's very unstructured and we don't really do much about this. So I think we can introduce circularity where circularity is needed the most, which is accelerating organization toward transformation. And, and maybe we can try to think about the uh, two birds, one stone you know, idea, where we are transforming, but at the same time, we're also transforming in the right way. So that we're, sure. we're opening the organization for uh, a much leaner process uh, rather than 
uh, incurred one way or the other towards wastefulness. Sure. And, and lastly, I'd like to ask both of you, where do you see your research taking you in the next 10 years? So, Mark, if I could start with you. Uh, well, that's a great question, uh, Ellie. I think uh, my research will continue to be in the interface between uh, technology, government and business. And for business, of course, my interest in the circular economy, I think, fits into that area. I think there's a lot of technology solution that will really help both the circular economy and the SDGs. And I think there's a role for government to uh, finally, you know, like step up with this conversation and make sure they're not becoming an absentee, but is becoming an active player. I would love to think about the next few years, uh, uh, keep on engaging with this, with this uh, it's like, uh, interface. Sure. And Nada, if I could ask you the same um, question. Yes, well, um, you know, we say circular economy, and uh, when I started to think about that, you know, circle, so the circle does not exist without its center. So uh, each uh, um, entity, whether it is a business or a government or a city, has to find its center mm. on which the, 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 the circular economy has to be built. Is, so what is the center? So, uh, in the circle, every point on a circle is the start and the end in itself. So this is the cradle to cradle. And the circumference is at uh, even distances from the center. They are committed. And this is what creates a circle. So this is a metaphorical uh, thing that I see, which actually applies to the principles of circular economy. Um, in my research, um, I hope to uh, find the appropriate, uh, the technology as an appropriate enabler for uh, to, uh, to capture data, to be able to measure uh, what is circularity and whether a product or a city or a business is circular or, or not, because uh, there are a lot of principles, a lot of things going on, and if we are able to measure, then we can really find what is uh, correct and where are the gaps and then be able to uh, enhance them and improve them. So thank you both very much thank for you, doing this podcast. Much. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. To learn more about how we at Cambridge are facilitating the transformation to a more sustainable future via the circular economy, please visit the Circular Economy Centre website or connect with us on Twitter with the handle at CambridgeSec. <laughs>